Welcome to the Live Exposed podcast. This is the podcast that is designed to help you break free from the fake life you've been living and live in actual freedom, the life you were actually meant to live. We're so glad you tuned in, and we hope you enjoy this episode. And if you do love what we're talking about, please hit the subscribe button, follow us. Also, uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and help them experience the life that they were meant to live. So, here to help you navigate your path to freedom is the host of the Live Exposed podcast, Mr. Reggie Brock. Well, hello again and welcome back to this episode of Live Exposed. I'm Reggie Brock. Thanks for joining me. I know that many of you uh, have taken time every week to stop by and listen to this little 30-minute journey I'm on, and I'm thankful that it's helping some. Um, We are week in and week out finding more people who are listening. Um, And at the end of the day, all I really care for is that lives are being changed and that people are finally seeing hope in the midst of all of the chaos in their life. Some of it they've created, some of it, you know, others have put on them. But to be able to find a place where there's peace of mind um, and, you know, just enjoyment of life um, is critical for us to find some level of happiness in our relationships and just in life in general. So I thank you for pulling a chair up every week and sitting down and listening to me um, and not just hearing it, but receiving it and, and then taking action upon it. And I think that's the key to, to progress is not just hearing something, but actually receiving it. And by receiving it, I mean that it gets past just mental ascension. It gets past just, yeah, 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 I heard you. But it really goes deep inside of you into your heart and where you sit on it and you consider it and you deal with the emotions that it provokes. And and then it really inspires you to take action, right? So you can hear me, but are you receiving this word? And if you're receiving this word and you give it time, the fact of the matter is, you will reap what you're sowing. And, you know, one of the things I've, I've talked about is many times, you know, people just get impatient when it comes to this type of change. And what I would remind you of is some of the things that are in you that are hard to get out of you. The reason is because they're so deeply rooted in you. And so, you, you know, you've practiced and, you know, you've, you've allowed this to have life for so long, it's not going to go away easy. And, you know, changing the fruit or, you know, trying to get rid of the fruit that everybody sees, which is really the outward expression of your life, just picking what's there doesn't change anything. What's got to happen is a removal of a root that's produced the fruit, right? So if you really won't change, what you've got to do is attack the root and eventually, and that's painful and it's, it takes a while because a seed does not yield fruit overnight, no matter hard, how hard you pray, you know, you, you've got to walk through the seasons of that seed being planted and time for it to set in the soil. And, you know, there's gotta be, time given for the production of the fruit that ultimately we all enjoy, right? So, but 
a part of that is time and patience. And most people, when it comes to wanting something, needing something, they have no interest in having to wait for it. It's just got to happen. And so when it doesn't, we faint quickly. You know, when it doesn't like come out overnight and, you know, we wake up the next morning like we've taken some magic pill and, you know, what we've hoped for is there. Now, sometimes that happens. But generally, when you're dealing with these inner deep issues, it's going to take time. It took time to get there. It's going to take some time to remove itself. And so I would encourage you as you're walking in this journey and you're identifying these problems and these hindrances that are robbing your life and you want to deal with them, always factor in time. It's just going to take time. But the payoff is what you're looking for. And the payoff will come to those who faint not. And so if you're getting weary and well-doing, welcome to the club. If you're feel like you, you know, you're just about out of breath when it comes to this journey, you know, um, you know, you're a part of your, just be fully aware that that's just what you can expect. And if you will endure to the end, then these things that you have hoped for will actually produce in your life and you'll be able to eat of the fruit. And others around you will be able to take note. And, you know, these transformational, um, the aspects of your life that are clearly, there's been transformation that's occurred, will be able, an opportunity for you to share how you got out and made the change and be a testimony to them. Because, listen, talking a game is one thing, but people seeing a life lived is a little bit different. It has more credibility to it. And, you know, it's like, I feel like there are people who are wanting to be credible, who have no experience. And that's really difficult to pull off, especially nowadays. I mean, you, you can't just get up there and talk a good game. You've literally got to get up there and compete. And you've got to prove that the things you believe that you live and eventually There'll be evidence of that and people will have no question any longer, but all the yapping and talking and telling people what you're going to do, you know, eventually people like, yeah, he's crying wolf again. I mean, there's not, there's not going to be any real change. So, I mean, I appreciate the motivation and the inspiration and all that, but where's the fruit, you know, where show me the evidence. And I'm, you know, I'm convinced that that's what produces interest. You know, for, you know, we want people to believe some of the things that we believe, whatever aspect of business it is. I mean, or our life it is, if it's practicals or spirituals, we, you know, we just want people to like, well, we said it, so you ought to believe it. <laughs> they don't. And the reason is because we're in a society where people just talk junk all the time. And they, they try to be persuasive and they try to strum these emotional strings inside of all of us that just like get us attached um, emotionally and psychologically. And then they think they can move us wherever they want. 
you know, I, I hate to be the bearer of bad news here, but those days are way past us. I'm not going to be moved because you can tell me a story that just like makes me cry. I'm not going to make changes just based on that. I would, if I cried, it would be an empathy, not because I have interest in doing it myself. But if I see a pledge you made fulfilled with patient endurance and I see it happen and there's evidence and fruit to back it up, man, I'm all of a sudden going like, wait a minute, if that worked for him, it's been time. I mean, there's, it's taken time, but he actually has in his life what he's told me he was going to get because of the work he put in. I'm more encouraged to consider that for my life. Why is it that we're so overwhelmed by stories about other people that you never see evidence of in their life? They talk about it. It's like these influencers on social media. You know, I, I you know, I, and I, there are some of them that, I mean, just, I mean, they've got so many people and, you know, I'm not impressed by how many people, uh, unless the content explains it to me, right? If somebody's has a podcast or somebody's like, you know, on TV or some, whatever, I mean, they're, they're having a vast audience. Um, I want to know what they're saying and why people are following them. And some of these guys have built huge followings, but you look for their content and it's not really developed or really that inspirational to me, but they've gained such following that people actually will pay them money to do nothing more than build followers. Now I know that's probably I'm missing something here, but I, I don't get it. I want to live a life based upon the beliefs that I have that cause people at some point or another to go like, how did the change really happen? What, what prompted this? I've seen you've been doing this. I hadn't heard a lot about it, but I've seen it in your life and I see evidence of it in the fruit that's, that your life exhibits. Can you tell me how that happened? I'm looking for those pause moments where people see something, not hear something and go like, I've got to find out more. I'm not really into anymore, and I have been in the past, these shock effects. I mean, I, I, I mean, people do it, and I understand it. And I, you know, but if I want the shock effect, I'll, you know, go watch WWE or something. I mean, I, I, I just want to hear the truth from people and see the evidence in their life that backs it. And when we get to that place, we can truly become, you know, for no better term, game changers in other people's lives. I can talk about golf and I know a lot about golf, but that dang sure don't mean I can play it as well as these guys on TV. I mean, the terms they use, I get them. I mean, I understand that kind of the cadence of the golf world and, you know, your tempos and, 
you know, ball speeds and club head speed. And, you know, and so if you've just heard me, I could probably do a decent podcast on the techniques and, you know, the, um, you know, just the whole golf experience from what you wear to how you swing. And if people didn't see me in action, they might believe me. But the first time they saw me swing a golf course club or get up on the tee box uh, and dress the way I dress when I golf, they would know really quickly that what I think I know, I don't practice. And it would probably bruise my credibility or at least and probably eliminate it. So be careful about talkers of things. You really want to be finding and associating with doers. And I got just got off on like this completely different tangent, but uh, you know, I wanted to say that as an encouragement to you that help will help you understand um, really what to look for when you're considering change and what you're looking for is being provoked by fruit that you see in somebody's life that you know is different than it was before. So, you know, I, I encourage you to be careful about who you're listening to, who you're around, who you're taking advice from, um, because if there's not evidence in their life, I find it hard to really be compelled to pay much attention to them. And, uh, you know, we're easy to do that. I mean, we're easy to be persuaded by a great personality or, you know, and look, maybe I'm sounding critical of people with great personalities because I don't have one, but I just think it matters more what's seen in evidence than what's even um, declared by people who, have all the answers, but yet you see no evidence in their own life. We just, just be careful. That's not what I really wanted to talk to you about today, but that was, I think that was hopefully not just encouraging, but good advice for you. What I want to spend just a few minutes on today is this whole notion of influence and what it's doing to us. You know, the importance that we have of, or the need we have for gaining audience and, you know, us um, getting approval and being appreciated and people admiring us and, you know, people talking well of us. Honest to God, I think it's overrated. And I fell victim to this because of the deficiencies in my own life. And I felt like if I had enough people who were telling me I was good every day, I could sustain some of these mental battles, this internal dialogue that I was fighting every day that made me realize that the people they knew or they that, that, that the person they were talking about, meaning these people were talking about me in such a good way, if they really knew me, they wouldn't talk that well about me. So... You know, I have hidden and I have lived secret lives in the past so that I can continue to get the roar of the crowd. 
you know, I, I just wanted people to say good things about me. And listen, you may not fight this, but some of you listen to this are fighting with it right now. And that is you just have deficits in your life that you feel are only filled when people pat you on the back and appreciate you and give you some level of stroke, so to speak, to offset the noise in your own head. So, you know, I, I want to approach you today about realizing what actually audience is important for you. Listen, we all have something to say at some level to in some way. I get it. And I think that we're designed in many cases or in a lot of cases for that purpose. But the pursuit of us winning the world, so to speak, us gaining notoriety without restriction, us focusing on building our personal brands has got in the way of our true mission in life based upon our unique builds. Let me explain. So I honestly believe that I am skillfully and purposefully made. I, I believe that I'm here individually stamped and it wasn't a mistake. It was, I mean, my original built was, 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 you know, um, just the way it was supposed to be through time and decisions that I make and in my opinion, sin that I participated in. And I know that I was born into a sinful world. Um, I, you know, I started making decisions that derailed me from my original purpose on the earth. And so I've had to come to terms with how do I resolve that? If I am far off point, so to speak, if I am doing things and I'm involved in things that are just not fulfilling, number one, the call of God on my life, and number two, the fulfillment of being a good husband, a father, an employee, if I'm missing the mark, what can I do to get back to it, to be back to center, back to the place I belong? And I know that's a big journey, and I know it's difficult at times, but that's what I struggle with in my own head. I have gone so far off track so many times that now I'm very mindful and alert of the early triggers that push me in those directions. And so what I think I, I want you to hear from me today is one of the things that derails us and causes us to miss the mark in our life is this need for attention and this, this, um, void in our life, this deficit that just needs to be encouraged and needs to be, um, you know, talked about with such esteem. And, you know, we feel it's important that people honor us and, you know, they, they say good things about us and they talk about what a great, you know, communicator he is. And, we're, you know, we become voided out, so to speak, when that noise is reduced to nothing, meaning nobody's saying that about us. Where's our life then? Because I got to that point where there wasn't anybody, and I'm not for sure <laughs> there's a lot that do now, but there wasn't a bunch of people going like, hey, man, you're, you know, you're 
uh, every you're such an influencer. You know, you you just you say so many things that we write down, and we think you ought to write a book, and we think you ought to have a podcast, and we think because you're just so insightful. Nobody's been saying that. Now I've had family, I've had friends of mine that hear stuff and they go like, that's really good. But from a mass perspective, it's never happened. So some of these guys that got early traction in social media in particular and are blowing it out there and they've got all these um, uh, followers and all of the other things that go along with social media, it's intimidating, you know, to go like, oh my God, I mean, I'm not, I'm, I'm, my voice is not even being heard. So this is what I want to focus your attention on today. This mass approach to your voice mattering needs to be reduced in your own mind. And you need to realize that that deficit that's in you, that's screaming for more attention has got to really be snuffed out because that is one of the first things that's causing you to get off track the pursuit of validation from people that just don't matter. There are very few people in my life that what they say really matters enough to affect me. Okay, that's, that's kind of what I'm getting to. And so what I want you to see is this. The, the, your, unite, your unique build, your personality, your characteristics, the way you think, the way you go through life, if staying on track creates a voice coming out of you that can help others that belong to you, the word is metron. Now, this is an interesting, interesting word. This word has really changed my life when it comes to the level of, uh, of, of when it comes to being successful and, you know, it, it comes to trying to think that, you know, I, I've got to be more accepted and people have got to believe me more and they got to love me more. This has helped me take the stress off of that. And, and that word Metron means it's real simple. It means your portion, your measure and your, uh, sphere of influence. Now I want you to think of it as it's and how it's worked for me. Basically, the way I peel this potato back is I see it like this. I am who I am built the way I was built. And with my build, so to speak, comes a mind that is inherently mine that needs to be developed. And it's my responsibility to do that. Along with that, there comes a voice inside of me through my experiences in particular that can be spoken to people and there will be a group of people that it resonates with. As I cut this podcast today, I'm going to fly to Indianapolis tomorrow and on Thursday, I'm going to be speaking at a pretty large event. And one of the things that I felt in my spirit as I was preparing for this is to understand that not everybody that I'm speaking to, listen, will hear me. Every, I'm sorry, everybody will hear me, but that doesn't mean I am sent there for them. Everybody hears, but the ones that I'm sent to are the ones that are going to receive the word that I speak to them. Big difference. We can hear things. You can speak out 
and hope that your words affect the world or you can decide that probably not everybody is going to want to hear what you have to say and you can be okay with it. All you're after is the audience that's best suited for the voice in you based upon the experience, the life, and what's come out of you that will resonate with them. So when I speak Thursday, here's what I know. It's just like I'm speaking on this podcast. I don't expect to have Joe Rogan kind of numbers because I'm not Joe Rogan. Nowhere near it. And the fact of the matter is, I am who I am, and I think I've been built with experience, and I, I've been I, I've been gifted in some areas. And when I speak, my the word comes out. That spirit word comes out of me, and it goes out and in ways that I can't even tell you, in places that I have no idea of. But it will resonate and settle with people who are prepared for me and I for them. It's called a gathering. Your metron is the people that you're called to with your uniqueness and your giftings and the voice inside of you. And once they hear it, they know it. There's not a question. I mean, and so what pressure it took off of me is I could be me and speak what's in my heart and realize that not everybody is going to accept me. And guess what? It's fine. Now, I couldn't say that months ago. I, I just couldn't because I felt like I was more important than I really was in terms of the world and the audience out there. I, I, I wasn't really caught up into that. I'm just like, I, you know, I'm finally resting in who I am. I'm trying to perfect myself. I'm trying to mature myself. I've, I, I'm really trying to get better. But at the end of the day, it's not to please everybody and get everybody to go like, you are the greatest, the best, the smartest, the biggest influencer on the planet. It's not that at all. What I'm mindful of and what I'm I mentally am prepped for, I'm aware of, is that I'm going to speak and that there's going, my words are going to cross-section somebody else where we're supposed to meet and we will be gathered together in some way or form. Now, I'm going to tell you something. This has been happening to me over the last couple of months. People that in my past I haven't seen and talked to in years, they're hearing this. Our paths are crossing and all of a sudden, we're in each other's lives again for a reason. Now, what I do with that reason is another, uh, uh, what I do when that cross-section happens, that's for another conversation, but I have responsibilities and accountability to that as well. But right now, I am satisfied and content with being myself, growing myself, and understanding that not everybody, not everybody belongs to me but it's going to, re my word is going to resonate with. And let me tell you something, you can take this to every level of your life. You know, when it comes to selling, I mean, I've done that for years. I, I, I really come to believe that not every customer of that's out there, a prospect out there is a customer of mine. I just don't think it. There's stylistic differences. There's a lot of different things and that just don't make them mine and I'm not theirs. I'll tell you something else it does. It has allowed me to be free from this whole spirit of competition that just chokes most of us out and it divides us. So if I've got something in me, I don't worry about if I'm speaking my truth, so to speak, and then somebody else is speaking a truth similar to mine and I get upset and aggravated and I confront them because, hey, man, that's my stuff. What I look at it is I can't take something that doesn't belong to me anyway. If I'm voicing myself out in truth and honesty, 
there will be people that come to me that nobody can get that that from me because they belong to me and I to them. I started going from competitor to co-laborer. <laughs> I'm like, these people who are sharing and prophesying their life out to others, they're going to get their metron is going to come to them. And if their metron is going to uh, surface and intersect their life, I can't chase their, that, that part of life that doesn't belong to me. Hear me when I say that. Be comfortable in the notion you are who you are. There is a voice inside of you that is going to resonate with some, not all, and you've got to find contentment in that and not just find contentment in it, but you've got to realize that you have obligation, responsibility, and accountability to those that are gathered with you. Guys, I hope this helped you because it's really helped me. I don't want to live in stress and I don't want to worry about competing. I just want to live my life, do the best that I possibly can, speak my voice so that those who belong to me will be gathered to me. This metron that I, I believe that I'm called to will surface and you can do the exact same thing too. Hey, I hope you have a great week. Join me next week. Um, and if there's anything ever that I can help with you, please do not hesitate to reach out to me. Have a great day. Talk to you soon. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Live Exposed with Reggie Brock. In fact, if you did, go ahead and rate the podcast and give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. We also would love if you subscribe to the podcast and also shared it with your friends and family. They would probably enjoy it as well. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week as we continue down the journey that leads to ultimate freedom through living the life that you were meant to live.